Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Baseball Buds. We have our live draft for Richard tonight. So we are going to be doing a full recording probably up until around, I'd say, 10, 11, 12. We'll see how we're feeling tonight. This is going to be a 5x5 five five categories, if I am correct. So, Richie, why don't you jump in here real quick and give us some details on the league, and uh, we'll start talking about your strategy. Draft kicks off in three minutes. Yeah, crazy. Um, first, yeah, it's a 10-team ten, ten uh, head-to-head categories league daily, so you can swap out uh, multiple pitchers. It is my old work league, so a lot of coworkers in here. There's a couple guys that have a same similar strategy or mindset to me. So it'll be interesting to see. I ended up with the 10-11 pick at the turn. So that is something Matt and I talked about off the air of if I can land one of these stud outfielders and get Manny Machado at the turn, that is a great starting point for me. My concern is somebody at the 9-8 pick right before me might go and reach for Manny Machado because third base is slim. If that happens, we may need to pivot here and go for Fernando Tatis or Freddie Freeman or something like that, and that throws my entire strategy out the window. So a lot is going to determine here right in this first few minutes of this draft. Yeah, and again, you know, roadmap is out and in full effect. You've been working on this for a couple days now, and in all honesty, I'm really interested to see, do you follow it? You know, does the draft allow you to follow it? And ultimately, you know, when do you have to pivot? Yeah, and we'll see. I'm like, we already kind of pivoted um, with me having this back-to-back pick. I'm going to have to reach for some guys, and we just talked about what happens at my 5-6 turn. And my original strategy was go and get Corbin Carroll at pick 31. Um, But just the way it turns out at the 5-6 turn, there's a lot of outfielders that I like like Eloy Jimenez, Teoscar Hernandez. Don't really like Kyle Schwarber, but, you know, you can't deny the power that he's going to have. And I don't really want to fill three outfielders within my first six picks. That puts me at a a disadvantage. It is a four-outfielder league rather than your standard five-outfielder league. So that is a, a little dynamic that plays a factor into this. But we just talked right before we started recording. I'm going to have to abandon Corbin Carroll and maybe see if I can reach and get Corey Seager at that 30-31 turn. And I think that might be the move going forward here. Well, and again, you know, you have to kind of draft off the position you're drafting. You know, you can't get blindsided by certain guys that you've fallen in love with. Obviously, I love Corbin Carroll. You love Corbin Carroll. In a categories league, we see his upside is absolutely immense with the possibility of, you know, 50, 60, 70 stolen bases from Carroll. But we've also talked off air we feel like there are easier replacements to kind of find that at the end of the draft in garrett mitchell self relic you know you have a story ruiz out there as well as a guy that could fill that role showed a little bit of power with this home run i think it was last night so there is speed out there carol obviously is that jewel but he has to make sense and i just don't think with the position that you're drafting he makes sense i completely agree so the draft is going to kick off here in about a minute. So I'm going to give us just a moment, and um, we'll uh, kind of pick back up after this draft kicks off. Yeah. All right. It is draft time, Richard. Who's Otani going number one goes overall? No- yep. Otani goes number one overall, and he was ranked six, which was interesting according to ESPN. Their rankings are a little weird. 
in my opinion, I think somebody in a daily league that you can slot as your DH and starting pitcher, he's a nine-category player, that's somebody you absolutely have to take. Trey Turner just went number two. No surprise there, especially after the World Baseball Classic. I wouldn't expect anything less. The one I was surprised by is Kyle Tucker just went number three overall over Aaron Judge and Jose Ramirez, something I probably would not be doing. I'd even go Ronald Acuna over him. But, Matt, first three picks are gone. Initial thoughts. Well, I like that everyone's actually drafting at a fairly reasonable pace here. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is big for you. You know, we talked about Tucker possibly making it to that turn for you, giving you kind of a more challenging question. I think what this locks in is the fact that you're going to have one of the big names, Juan Soto, Manny Machado. You know, you are going to get one of the guys in your roadmap, which helps really kick things off for you. Oh, absolutely. Now, I again, love that a lot. At, and in this roadmap, remind the listener, we're looking at Mookie Betts, Manny Machado. Who is the other name that you would be okay with here if those <clears> guys get swiped from you? Uh, Juan Soto. He fell to 11. I don't like his oblique injury, but news is that it's not severe and that he should be ready for opening day, so we'll see. In yep. the meantime, Julio Rodriguez just went four and Aaron Judge five. So Jose Ramirez is still out there. He's not going to make it. Don't get your hopes up. And if he makes it, <laughs> just quit this league because these people have no business playing with you. Ronald Acuna is still out there. He shouldn't make it. Jordan Alvarez, Mookie Betts, Juan Soto. So I'm guaranteed one of those outfielders. So I'd be more than okay with any of that happening. Yeah. Um, actually, one of the listeners, uh, Russ is on the clock right now. If he's smart, I feel like he would take Ronald Acuna here. But I don't know. If oh. he's contemplating taking Jose Ramirez. I was going to say Ramirez is out there. I, th I think, to me, Ramirez is, he should have been the third overall pick. You know, you're talking about a value pick. You're talking about him being able to swing back and double mm -hmm. up on outfield if he wants. Like, he's Russ in just went Ronald Acuna, just wow. like I called. You know and Jose, Jose Ramirez went. So Alvarez, Mookie Betts, Juan Soto is lo a lock for me. So I'm getting one of the outfielders that I like. Question now comes, does somebody reach for Manny Machado? And that's the question. I don't know if they will. So if anything, I could see them reaching for Freddie Freeman or Vlad. You have three picks in between, is this correct? Uh there's two picks ahead of me. Okay. So we're and on then the, it's me. We're on the eight nine. Yep, and Mookie Betts just went. Oh. So it's gonna that. be Alvarez or Soto. And yeah. as, long as, as long as it's not Manny Machado, I'll be happy. So what's the pivot if Manny Machado is taken right here? I think I go Tatis because Soto's not going to give me the stolen bases that Mookie Betts was going to provide me. Okay. So he took Vlad Guerrero. So Alvarez and Soto are on the board, Matt. I'm going Soto here. And Machado? And Machado. We, we pass on Alvarez? Yeah, the wrist injury from the last couple seasons concerns me. Um, Soto's oblique with that lineup, MVP favorite in the NL currently for betting odds. Juan Soto is is the lock here. Juan Soto is the lock, and now Manny Machado is the Love second. That. There we go. Roadmap. Okay, is so not completely executed. what we wanted, but I'll still take it. You actually like Soto more than Mookie Betts, and I as you know, was a little deterred by that. So now my next turn, Mike Trout. Wow, Mike Trout just went. Over Jordan. 
Yes, over Jordan yeah, and Freddie Freeman. I mean, Garrett Cole just went, so Jordan is still out there. So that's the other thing. I can have this roadmap, and like if I'm one of these guys and Jordan has fallen out to the 14th pick, unless there's something I don't know, Matt, I would take that all day. He's projected for a 296 batting average, 39 home runs, over 100 runs, and over 100 RBIs. I mean. It's a matter of can he stay healthy, yeah, and that's going to be the question. But I can tell you this: Russ is up next. As much as I would say he would take Jordan, I feel like he'd go Freddie Freeman over him. Yeah, I mean the smart play here. Well, Russ took an he outfielder, took so I think, I think he goes Devers honestly because he does listen to the CBS guys like we do. Corbin Burns just went, so the two top pitchers are off the board early in the second See, I round. I don't love that with I don't the top either. Not seven value still out there. And, but that just goes to show you the conversation we were having before we jumped on today, which was pitching fell last year. That may mean pitching is kind of pushed up this year. You know, you might have to take the idea that in all reality, you may have to go out and attack these pitchers early. Um, I do think this is a little too early. Oh, yes, I completely agree. You can't pass up on Jordan Alvarez and Freddie Freeman over two pitchers, but I well, mean, they could be looking at it like they're not going to pick till the end of the, the third round now. So, Yeah, and they're going to get value there. You know, if they're, if they're pushing players up the board, that means they're also pushing players down the board. So I think their hope is that they also start a pitching run and that there's also value deeper, and they're locking up the one and the two. Um, mm -hmm. both of which I think are probably favorites for Cy Young. I think Cole almost has it locked in the AL if he pitches a full season and can bring that ERA down just a little bit because the AL is not nearly as deep as the NL. And Burns is at this point fighting for a contract here in a couple of years. So I think every start he goes out there, he's got to be sharp with the idea that he's also possibly on the trade block if Milwaukee can't figure it out. Right. So just a little update for you, Matt, and the listeners, is I have my roadmap through the first 11 or first 10 rounds, I should say. So I'm thinking at the next turn, I'm going starting pitching and shortstop, ideally Corey Seager. Then at the 50-51, I'm looking for my starting pitcher to ideally Luis Castillo. Otherwise, I don't mind reaching for Christian Javier at 50, even though he's ranked 71 because I won't have an opportunity at him. Then outfield two, I told you I like Teoscar Hernandez, Eloy Jimenez, maybe one of those guys. 70 and 71, I'm looking at my RP1. In that range, we have, pulling it up here, we're looking at somebody like Josh Hader. I think he'll get gone. He'll be gone. But at 80, Jordan Romano, Ryan Presley, Ryan Helsley, Kenley Jansen, Felix Bautista. So this is a saves and holds league. Um, but I do like to have... Like almost that hero approach, you have a stud reliever, and then I'll fill it with middle of the pack and setup men. Um, Matt, I do have to fill you in, though. So this is what happened since I just filled you in on the roadmap. Alvarez went, then Sandy Alcantara, Bobby Witt Jr., Fernando Tatis, Jacob deGrom, and then Freddie Freeman. Give me it one more time. Jordan Alvarez. Okay. Then Sandy Alcantara. Wow. Bobby Witt. Fernando Tatis. Whip before Tatis, yikes. And then Jacob deGrom. Okay. And then Freddie Freeman. Oh. And now just Rafael Devers at pick 22. 
Wow. So I personally would not have gone Jacob to Grom this, this early. Um, but this draft is going completely opposite of what happened last year. Pitching fell significantly and it is the opposite now, but Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander are still on the board. I'm banking on them being gone. So I'm thinking Shane McClan, Shane McClanahan, Zach Wheeler, or Spencer Strider is going to be the call. Brandon Woodruff just went. Honestly, if Paul Goldschmidt or Francisco Lindor can fall to me, Matt, based on how people are reaching for pitching, I am five picks away. I mean, they're nested at three and four best on, on the board, but who knows? Bo Bichette just went. It'll be interesting. That is for sure. Austin Riley somehow is still on the board at 21. We are at pick 25, so that's not too far. And Max Scherzer has just gone, so... Not banking on Verlander being there. Would you take Aaron Nola over Shane McClanahan, Matt? No. I know it's a contract year, and I understand his production has been inconsistent, but I'm not taking Aaron Nola with that inconsistency of the past. I'm taking Shane McClanahan for the upside. I'm not taking Strider because I feel like we've talked about this year drafting him at his absolute ceiling. Um, and in all honesty, the shoulder injury that – McClanahan had last year isn't a massive concern for me. Fair enough. So Max Scherzer and Austin Riley just went. I am th four picks away. Um, so best available is Goldschmidt, Lindor, and Semyon, followed by Verlander. So at least one of those will be there for me. Now, my original strategy was going for Jose Altuve later in the draft, but Marcus Semyon's out there, Matt. Do I just pass on him? Don't even think about it. I think you have to evaluate when you get to him. How many picks until you're up four? Uh, there's two picks ahead of me. Goldschmidt is gone. I was really hoping he'd somehow would last. Lindor is out there. Verlander. So if one of those guys are gone, that might, if both of those guys are gone, that's going to break my heart. Verlander just went. So I don't think Lindor is going to make it to me. So. I mean, Semyon's not a guy you draft ever. No. I think. I think there's a chance you just go and lock up your second base. Yep. Lindor went. Lindor just went. So. So you're talking. Do I, I go Semyon McClanahan. You would go Semyon. I go Semyon. Who else? What are the other batters available? I was for? planning on going and get Corey Seager and locking up my shortstop. I think I like Seager more than Semyon. Yeah. I mean, it's just a deeper position. That's the only thing, right? Like. You're talking about grabbing a guy that could have replacement-level statistics in the regards of Carlos Correa. So before I lock this in, so we're for sure going McClanahan over Strider and Wheeler. I mean, that's how I feel. I'm definitely happy with Shane McClanahan here. All right. We're trusting you, Matt. The question is, and, and you're, I mean, Semyon is... I'm going Corey Seager now. Yeah, Semyon's the risk. I, I, I think you're making a decent decision there. You're evading possible downside with, with Semyon. Either way, whether you get Semyon or you get Altuve, you're not getting production until mid-May or June because Semyon's always so cold anyways. That did break my heart that there was three guys right before me, and all three of them, like Goldschmidt, Verlander, and Lindor, if I had it my way, those would be probably in that order the way I would take them. 
Yeah, and that's the downside of having the positional draft that you're at, right? Like, yeah, you get to follow your roadmap kind of to how you've structured it, but with the same being said, like, there are guys that will fall, and, like, they're just not going to fall deep enough to you. Mm -hmm. So the next few picks after me went Nolan Arenado. I didn't need him because I had Manny Machado locked up. Then Matt Olson, your favorite pick, and then Aaron Nola. Yep. So you're saying that Wheeler's still out there. Wheeler's so still out there. So Strider, I'm not up for another like 20 picks though, so there's no way that they make it to me. No, but your logic goes to you know goes to show that you were asking about Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola was the first one taken. Now again, this is obviously not an industry league. This is bunch of dads on their couch at home but <laughs> you know this has been a league you've been in for a number of years so these, yeah. these people know each other and know how your strategy is and i think that goes into so my next next move here is i want to get another starting pitcher get two and then i'm not going to take any for a while until those middle rounds we take some of those sleepers and breakout picks that we've talked all year about so Starting pitcher, there's Luis Castillo. That's my favorite guy out of this group. But there's also Kevin Gosman, Alec Manoa, Shane Bieber. I don't really expect Dylan Cease and Julio Urias to make it to me. Which ones out of those groups do you like? There's also Max Fried. So if you had to choose between Alec Manoa, Kevin Gosman, Luis Castillo, and Max Fried, who are you going with? Matt? I'm eliminating Manoa, especially in categories. I just genuinely feel like he's going to have massive regression this year and the strikeouts just haven't been there so manoa for me is out oh, someone just reached on will smith in the fourth round right. so sorry to cut you off cedric mullins michael harris will smith and then marcus Semyon just went off the board so continue matt uh um, I, I think luis castillo is my one gosman's my two who are the other two names you said max freed and alec manoa so, and yeah. if they're not there, then we have, you're looking at Zach Allen. I'm not touching him with the 10-foot pole. Carlos Rodon, it's a little too rich for me. Then you got the relievers. Then there's Yu Darvish, really deep. And then Christian Javier. I would be okay with reaching on Christian Javier at this point in the game. And then outfielders, I'm going... Teoscar Hernandez, Eloy Jimenez, or George Springer are the three that stick out to me. Out of those three, Matt, who are you going one, two, three? Um, give me the names again. I heard Eloy. Eloy, Teoscar Hernandez, and George Springer. Now, I might not have a decision because somebody might make the decision for me. Yeah, I think it's Eloy and then, and then Springer. Eloy and then Springer. Okay. Now... I don't want to get my hopes up, but I'm up in five picks, and Corbin Carroll is still out there, Matt. Uh, we'll see. I mean, There's also Randy Rosarena, Corbin Carroll, Luis Robert, and Adolis Garcia are still available, but I'm anticipating them to be gone. If Randy Rosarena is out there, I feel like I have to take him just for the stolen bases he's going to provide me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, you're just you're there's just no way Corbin Carroll's making it to me because Russ is picking before me. It's almost a lock that he's doing that. Well, let's see. Luis, Luis Robert just went. Let's take a look at Russ's team and see what he's got. He does have two outfielders already filled out with Acuna and Alvarez, so it'll be interesting. I would like that pairing. What's Russ's team looking like, top to bottom right now? Um, 
he has Austin Riley at third, Acuna at outfield, Alvarez at outfield, and Zach Wheeler at starting pitching. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. That's nice. He's got to hope for Acuna, obviously, to steal bases. Right, absolutely. I mean, I have no stolen bases either. Machado, Seager, and Soto, all guys. I might just be punting unless I can sneak up. Ozzy Albies is still out there, too. Jazz Chisholm just went off the board. I could, see Russ, wow. I could see Russ going for Ozzy Albies here. There is JT Real Muto out there, too, Matt. We've talked about this a million times. I don't know. You, you just have this fascination with making a bad pick at this position. and like. Oh, uh, no. I have to stick somewhat to this. If Corbin Carroll goes, you have no choice. but Or you, if he stays, you have no choice but to take him. Oh, absolutely. There's no question in my mind. this is your fifth round? This is the fifth round. So we're coming up on, we're on pick 46 right now. Russ is taking a long time, so I think he's debating it right now. Yeah, of course Russ is taking a long time. Cause why he you... took Kevin Gosman. Wow. Don't dislike that. I mean, he's at a position where he has a really nice core building his pitching staff. So there's three picks. Best available is Randy Rosarena, Corbin Carroll, and Ozzy Albies. Adley Rutschman just went, so I'm two picks away now. These players are going over guys like JT Real Muto, Will Smith, and Ali Rutschman. That's that's very surprising. That's just telling you where people's heads are at. I'm not going to lie. My heart is starting to race a little bit, Matt, because now somebody just took JT Real Muto. So I'm almost guaranteed a lock at a Rosarena or Corbin Carroll. You're not talking, which means that you're holding your breath as well. I just you don't, don't want to get your hopes up because I'm next. I don't want to evaluate um, what's what could be after Corbin Carroll. You know, like. So let me let me ask you this: Would you go Ozzy Albies? No. Like pair well, Corbin Corbin Carroll with Ozzy Albies and not worry about trying to get Altuve later. Oh. Made the decision for me. Ozzy Albies got drafted, so I got Corbin Carroll. Don't draft Matt. him. Don't draft him. Draft him the sixth I, uh, round. Draft him. The, you just took him. I already took him. Why did you tell me not to take him? Because if you took him in the sixth round, you could tell everybody how you got Corbin Carroll in the sixth round and going into next year. Um, okay, <laughs> it doesn't so matter. Let's look at other options. I'm going to go Luis Castillo. Yes, that's the correct call. So now give us a full breakdown of your team. Um. So... I now have Manny Machado at third, Corey Seager at short, Juan Soto and Corbin Carroll in my outfield, and Shane McClanahan, Luis Castillo at my starting pitching. So you pitching. need Vinny P or Jose Abreu. Yeah, so my next um, my next thing is getting an RP1 and a first base. Okay. That is my next move here. Well, I think that's smart. What's your target for catcher at this point? Um, so I have catcher. I'm going to take in the 1991 range. That's where I'm planning on taking Altuve and then catcher at 91. So catchers in that range, pulling up my cheat sheet here now, around pick 90, 91, I should be looking at Wilson Contreras, William Contreras, Alejandro Kirk, 
Sean Murphy or MJ Melendez. Okay. I like all of that. Just the, the catcher run was just a little bit too much for me. Yeah, and, and they were aggressive. Right? Like, oh, very aggressive. So if I were to take a catcher in this range, I would have ended up with Varsho or Perez. Yeah. And I did not think I would have gotten Corbin Carroll there, Matt. So not only did I get Seager and a starting pitcher one, I got Corbin Carroll as well. Well, and I think that's where kind of bucking the original roadmap was important, right? I mean, it was just minutes before the draft started where you were like, I think I have to go away from Corbin Carroll. And lo and behold, a decision was made, and you end up getting him anyways. Full, what was that? A full round, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A full round, like 20 picks later 20 of picks where later. I was going to go. Yeah. So first base, I'm going to lock up around pick 70. So... I should have my pick of the litter of Abreu, Nathaniel Lowe, or Vinny P. Who has gone after you took Castillo? Uh, so after I took Castillo, it went Kyle Schwarber, Julio Urias, Devin Williams, Alec Manoa, and then Randy Arozarena. Okay. Devin Williams is kind of a surprise, starting the RP trend a little bit. Eloy Jimenez just went. And Were you able to hear that? Gone? Um, let's take a look here. He should have gone. No, Emmanuel Class A is still out there. Wow. That's a homer pick. Devin Williams first. Oh, absolutely. So I am still quite a ways away, but I'm going to uncue Teoscar Hernandez and George Springer because I've got other needs to fill. Ooh, Starling Marte and Christian Javier are still out there. Yeah, I mean, you need to be careful with Starling Marte unless he falls significantly. Um, oh, Jose Abreu's gone? When did Jose Abreu get taken? Oh, Jose Abreu got taken like five picks before. So, yeah, Nathaniel Lowe or Vinny P. I should be able to get one of those guys. If I miss on them, I think I'm punting, and I'm just going to go for Ryan Mountcastle or Rowdy Telez later on. Well, you got to think about Andrew Vaughn as well. Oh, yeah, Andrew Vaughn, good call. I should be able to get one of those guys, though. Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, like this is, Who do you go this with? Is what you, this is what you end up getting for having Corbin Carroll, you know, like there's always a sacrifice and the sacrifice here is that you possibly are going to miss out on Vinny P. So Salvador Perez is still out there. Yeah, but he's how many? He's like 13 picks away. I mean, but if he's still there, I'm going to punt on relief pitcher. Yes, without a doubt. Is what I'm saying. Without a doubt. Is this only saves or is it saves and holds? Saves and holds. Oh, well, yeah, you punt on a relief pitcher. You really only need one big boy anyways. And so Russ needs one. He's on the clock. Beers has one. Defenders has one. Felons does not. So there's two teams out of the four ahead of me that need a catcher still. We'll see what happens here. The likelihood is that Perez will be gone. Yeah, I'm not banking on it. 
Ryan Presley just went. Jordan Romano went. Josh Hader went. Emmanuel Classe went. So it Zach is a Gallen, reliever Bander. Run. So it's it's a there's a reliever run going right now. Yeah, and, a, and with that being said, you may just want to move on past that. Depending well, on there's the only team. there's only two relievers left. Bautista and I'm interested in Bautista and Housley. But all that said, I'm going to go Perez. And then here's the question mark. Vinny P or Nate Lowe? Vinny. That's not even a question. I think I am going Vinny too just because I already have Nate Lowe in our league, so I have to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, and Nate, you know, industry-wide standards have said that Nate should be regressing this year. He outperformed his underlying numbers last year, which he might just be one of those guys in that lineup to be able to do that. But I uh, still think you're going to get higher upside from Vinny, also a higher floor from Vinny. So here's the other thing. Teoscar Hernandez, Adolis Garcia, Carlos Rodon, also out there. Ryan Helsley just went. Um so the guy who does need a catcher is up right now. So George Springer is also out there. I could fill my third outfielder right now, Matt. Would you do that now and just punt on relievers? So you would go catcher and then you'd go outfield? Well, I, th I think I have to fill first base here. I think I have to go and get Vinny P. Get Vinny P. Is Perez out there? Uh, Salvador Perez is still out there. Do I just go Vinny P and Salvador Perez? So let's think about Take Vinny P. Let's think about it from a perspective, though. If you're sitting in July and Springer's healthy and Perez is healthy, would you trade George Springer for Salvador Perez? Yes. Yes, I would. Then you're taking Salvador Perez. Uh, you cut out over my um, ESPN telling me I got my player. Yeah, I'm so ass I'm assuming you so took Salvador, Salvador Perez. Perez. Yeah, yeah, you I did. Because you can, you can mix and match at that third outfield spot. You know, if you decide to go Mitchell or you get Lars Newbar later, like, you know. Well, based on how these guys are falling, I feel like I just got to lock up those positions. Okay, so I did go Salvador Perez and Vinny Pasquantino. So O'Neill Cruz went immediately after me. No hesitation there. Uh, so my squad now looks like Salvador Perez. Surprised I was able to get him where he was. Vinny Pasquantino, Manny Machado, Corey Seager, Juan Soto, Corbin Carroll, Shane McClanahan, and Luis Castillo. So my next move is I'm going to reach and I'm going to go get me Altuve. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I think that locks up your team for the rest of the season, you know, in regards to, like, you have all your main positions filled. Obviously... Or, or, if he's still out there, go Andres Jimenez. Andres Jimenez. No, I'm going Because you're giving the stolen bases. Yeah, I'm going Altuve. Because I think you can find replacement level production until Altuve gets back, and then Altuve provides you such a benefit. Okay. Fair enough. And honestly, yeah. at this point, with the uh, concept of, like, punting saves... You're going to find these guys, you know, Kings out there, you know, Montero's out there. Like, you're going to be able to target a bunch of these guys. If you start locking up your main positions, you can just start ripping these guys off. I think also mindfulness that, you know, this, this is a shallow league. Like, this is still just a 10-man league. 
so kind of catching up, we are back on Richie's turn here discussing between pitching. Uh, you've decided on Altuve. So run through the names real quick for me one more time, and we'll have this conversation. Yeah, so there's one guy ahead of me still, but Carlos Rodon, Yu Darvish, and George Kirby are the three best available, followed by Brian Reynolds. Not expecting any of those guys to be there. I am going to go and reach for Jose Altuve because that was part of my plan. Um, I was going to go relief pitcher, but that changed with Salvador Perez um, being available, so I punted on that. The best available is Kenley Jansen, but this is a saves and holds league, and I think I can get away with. I think I can get away with, just finding those holds guys on the wire. So, I am up. I'm contemplating what to do, Matt. I would um, go personally. I'd go Rodon, or Kirby. I'd be aggressive, I think, and I would just really bank on the fact that Rodon is going to come back healthy. Um. If you want to play it safe, obviously Kirby's the choice. Yeah. Well, I'm going Altuve first. And I think I feel like I have to risk it with Rodon because if he does come back healthy, can you look up quick for me what happened in his 30, in his latest bullpen session? Did he feel okay or what was? He felt fine. He threw mainly fastballs. He's still a month away, though. You know, you're gonna have to repeat that for me because uh, ESPN was ringing in my ear. Uh, felt fine through mainly fastballs. It's still still a month away, though. So, you know, you're you're taking the risk that you know you could be out for a month and he could come back and reaggravate Honestly, the injury. I think I'm gonna go you Darvish, kind right of in, in the middle. middle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a fine pick too. My only concern with quality you Darvish starts league. is. You know, he, he has blow-up games, so that can really affect your ERA. I don't necessarily think Kirby or Rodon has those same blow-up games. So he also provides, you know, a lot of consistency outside of the blow-up games. Yeah, I'm leaning Kirby or Darvish. It's just a matter of... Well, diversify really a little bit. Kirby. You have Kirby. Yeah, I'll go, Dar I'll go Darvish. Go Darvish. I went Darvish. They missed the right call. So After I took Altuve, Russ... Put in the chat, you read my mind. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're a little too late, Russ. So my team now is looking like Salvador Perez, Vinny Pasquantino, Jose Altuve, Manny Machado, Corey Seager, Juan Soto, and Corbin Carroll. So you're so, looking to target outfield three and, and Harper. Harper, okay. I think, right? Do I want to go Harper here? I think you go Harper here because at this point – You've punted relievers so long, you're really going saves and hold. You're going holds, guys. Probably, more than likely. And I would just rip those guys off with my final five picks, honestly. You know that you can get a Montero, a King. You know, you can get a Minter. All these guys are individuals that, at the end of the draft, you can just start ripping off. I am going to look for some value here. Jose Musgrove just went. Jose Musgrove? Not Is that Joe's brother? <laughs> Oh, I didn't get enough sleep last night. Well, and Joe no. Musgrove may not miss a start this year, so it's a nice pick. At least to start the season. They're, they're thinking he may be back in time. So, I am starting to think um, of this Volpe and Jordan Walker guy. Where do they go, and when do they go? Well, you don't need either. Um, no, I don't. Well, I do need an infield spot still, but... 
mean, Volpe would be we'll nice see. there. The thing is, like, if you want to get Harper, I think you have to. I think you have to reach here, coming up. Um. With the idea that, like, if if he was part of your whole draft, this is where you get him. He wasn't part of my whole draft, but he was like a nice to have guy. He's ranked one forty two. And you're in the ninth round. Yeah, we are at pick. 94 so my next pick is 110 so it is a bit of you a have reach. to take him you have to take him because the likelihood that he comes back around to you is very minimal someone else will presumably reach mm -hmm. on him yeah i mean i got most of my gold on i wanted to solidify my entire infield and i feel i did that my only weak spot is vinnie pasquantino looking back which i can't do is I if I could go back and do it all over again, I would have went Juan Soto and Freddie Freeman had I known Nolan Arenado would have made it all the way back to me at the end of the third round. Yeah, again, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, you yeah, just never can't never know. But then I wouldn't have had one of Corey Seager or Shane McClanahan. Probably would have passed on McClanahan and my starting two pitchers would have been Castillo and Darvish. Which is which wouldn't be bad. That not would, bad, that but I like what you have already. You know, the, the, the trade-off. I needed is to lock be... that up. I needed to lock up that third base. Nathaniel Lowe just went to Russ. Surprise, surprise. Well, and you know, again, back to kind of drafting for needs. He's the last real first baseman that we have confidence in. Absolutely. Since this is so, Russ's team not too bad. He's got Nate Lowe at first. Jake Cronenworth at second, Austin Riley at third, Wander Franco at short, Alex Bregman at infield, Ronald Acuna at outfield, Alvarez at outfield, and then Wheeler, Gosman, and Manoa at starting pitcher. So I don't like what he's done recently, if I'm going to be honest. I think Cronenworth, I would have went with Andres Jimenez or reached for Altuve if I were him. Don't think he needed Alex Bregman at the spot he needed for infield. Could have got some depth elsewhere. And Wander Franco, I guess he's pretty good for categories league. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean, the big concern is Franco's health, right? Like, we've, we'll talk yeah, about isn't this he injured? time in and time out. I don't have any updated news on that MRI and that quad. Um, I was told when the news came out that there was a chance that he was just precautionary and that he should be uh, back for opening day. Still concerns, uh, but I really do like a healthy Wander Franco. And ultimately, I think what Russ is doing is he's looking at trying to put together a pretty complete team. I like his pitchers. I like the really big power he has, at least in the outfield. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does to kind of wrap up that outfield. Yeah, speaking of outfield, let's take a look at um, what my potential third outfielder could be at this next pick. So we got Nick Castellanos at 96. Andrew Vaughn at 104, Stephen Kwan at 106. Oh, forgot about Jake McCarthy at 105, Byron Buxton at 117, MJ Malemas at 119, Taylor Ward at 120. So I feel like I have to get one of these outfielders because after that, there's a big drop off after Taylor Ward in my mind. It to Anthony Santander, Joey Manessis, Hunter Renfro, Giancarlo Stanton, I could. I feel like he's going to tank my batting average. And that. So I have to get an outfielder in this next this next pick here. So again, you're going to go Harper and who? Mm. 
So my opinion Honestly, here, I'm thinking Stephen Kwan. My opinion here would be Harper and Walker. Jordan Walker? Correct. Oh, forgot he's only third base eligible. Which might have scared some people off. Give him a but week. But he should, he should get that outfield eligibility, right? Very, very shortly, yes. Do you go Volpe and Jordan Walker, though, Matt? No. I go, I go Harper. So since while we were debating, um, just an update, Brian Reynolds went, Carlos Rodon went, Logan Gilbert, Scott Barlow, Andrew Vaughn, Carlos Correa, Clayton Kershaw, Bryce, Har oh, Bryce Harper's gone, and Willie Adamas. So I'm up in two picks. Just realized that Bryce Harper is gone. Then I go Volpe and I go Walker. Get your middle infield slot filled. You know Volpe's good in categories. So I am up in two picks. We'll see if they last to me. I'm going to have an all-rookie team. Uh, I mean, Vinny P's in his second year. You know, you can kind of expect what you are from him, but you are going to have – you're going to have the top three rookies. Oh, perfect. Steven Kwan's gone, so this makes my decision easier. The only other outfielder I like is Taylor Ward. I'm going Walker over Ward, and it's, it's – it's Oh, no, I'm going I'm going Volpe and Walker um, because – I have to get some shares of these guys. Who went right and before you? Hunter Green. Interesting. So I'm going to go Volpe and Walker just because this is my only other league. And I'd like to at least get one or two shares of these guys. Give me the young guns. Volpe and Jordan Walker. Well, and the fun thing here is it's a shallow league. Um... 10 teams, you know, you if you have concerns with the way that they're playing or they go through a down stretch, like hopefully the waiver wire has somebody that you can plug in and facilitate that need. I, I think those were good picks and it's going to be fun. Again, fantasy baseball oh, is yeah. supposed to be fun. It's, um, I really want to get Byron Buxton there just for his power and if he can stay healthy, but I got to get in on the, the action here. So my next two picks are. I got to go starting pitcher here. I can't miss out on my guys. Um, where's Chris Sale? Um, okay, so here is the list of starting pitchers. I've got it filtered. So Tristan McKenzie, he's still sitting there from 86, not touching. When, when would you take Tristan McKenzie with the news, Matt? Your, your fourth pick. So I go pitcher, 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 McKenzie. Okay. So I'm not anticipating these first four guys to make it to me because my next pick is 130. Um, all picks before 130, according to ADP, is McKenzie, Lidolu, Lidolo, wow, <laughs> Blake Snell, Joe Ryan, Lucas Giolito, and Lance Lynn. I am not anticipating them to be there. This next one, Freddie Peralta at 134, I do not as well. Kyle Wright and Luis Severino are next, not touching either of them with their injury risks. Then we have Jesus Lazardo, which I do like, at 146. Don't know if he will necessarily make it to me. And then after that is Tyler Glass now. So <laughs> there's a lot of question marks there. Um, then there's Chris Bassett at 152, Luis Garcia at 161, Pablo Lopez at 162, and Reed Detmers at 164. So in a perfect world, I think I'm going Lazardo and Detmers. Correct, Matt? Yeah, and sp is Springs gone? 
No, Springs is further down the list. He's at 181. That's crazy. So I, I, even though I like Springs the most out of this, I think I can get away with getting him on the next back-to-back turn. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think there's only one player that will poach him, and that's probably Russ. And Russ is really building that safe team, so I could I could see him possibly. Let's see what he's got going. He's got Alejandro Kirk, Nate Lowe, Jake Cronenworth, Austin Riley, Wander Franco, Bregman Acuna and Alvarez, and then he filled his utility with Harper. Nick Lodolo just went like I projected. Then Wheeler, Gosman, Manoa. So he's going to need some starting pitching as well. Yeah. I mean, you like Lazardo. I like Springs more than I like Lazardo, but oh, so do I. I'm just going based off ADP. Um, well, Lazardo provides the strikeouts. Springs doesn't necessarily provide the strikeouts, so you're taking. I will say this though, Matt. If somehow Taylor Ward, I know you don't like it, but if Taylor Ward still makes it to me at one pick, one thirty, or Giancarlo Stan, I think I take one of them too. And solidify that fourth outfielder spot. Is this on base percentage or is this batting average? Uh, OPS. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I like Stanton a lot more than I, I'm not touching Ward. You know how I feel about him. I don't think last year was real. Um, you've got to just you know make the best decision for yourself. I'm going starting pitching here. It's how I followed my draft strategy in my mm-hmm. categories league. Like, you know, SP heavy gives you the opportunity to mix and match and play around a little bit but you've got the to other make thing is i could go and get one of my rps so rysel iglesias is still out there but there's also andres muñez and paul seawald still out there as well as johan duran i like any of those guys to be my f- number one yeah i like any of those guys to be number one too so camilo think... duval is still out there too oh man it's hard because these guys these guys might just fall you know they might just it might just tumble. Yeah, but at some point, we're going to pick 130 and Camilo Duvall's ranked 112. I mean, Tristan McKenzie's still out there for crying out loud at 86. Yeah, but there's the injury, you know? Yeah, like, there's the injury. There's reason to understand why he's sitting out there. I mean, if Blake Snell is still there, I'm taking him for the strikeout upside alone. Yeah, you do have the strikeouts. Well, let's do this. We're going to we're going to take a little break here. We're going to let you go through these picks and we'll kind of give a draft recap to the, the listeners so that we don't run this too long today. Um, we are in round 11, is that correct? Uh, round 13 now. Round 13. Okay. So 13 Blake rounds, you know. just went, yep. Got a pretty good understanding of of how this draft played out and we'll catch you up in just a little bit here. All right, and we are back. A lot of action has happened. Richie, you unfortunately lost out on, I think, probably your number one favorite target this season. Am I correct with that? If we talk about, like, emotional pairing? We're talking about Bryce Harper or we're talking about somebody else? We are talking about the Mr. Reed Detmers. Oh, yeah. I did that to myself, though, so I can't get too mad at myself. Um, I ended up – I didn't get a relief pitcher like I wanted to, so I ended up – Going with Andres Munoz, I can't get over the hype with him, so I ended up going him, and I for four went Reed Detmers. I did end up with Jesus Lazardo, but it's okay. Um, my logic was Reed Detmers is only going to pitch every sixth day, so I'm going to get more usage out of Andres Munoz, and I also 
for, um, bypass Camilo Duvall because in my logic, I'm thinking, okay, who plays on a better team and have has closer games? Probably the Mariners in all reality. So that's why I took him over Camilo Duvall. I don't believe the oh, Johan Duran just went mad, um, which was I am two picks away, and that was the guy I was going to um, go and grab. So might need to go pivot here now. So I'm probably going to go Pete Fairbanks if he lasts to me. Uh, Paul Seawald is also available, but I don't like pairing Andres Munoz and Paul Seawald since they're on the same team. So definitely going to go Paul Pete Fairbanks there. What do you think, Matt? So uh, I think my big question here is you're looking at guys that are going to save you to about 20 games. Or do I just go and get Andre? Uh, AJ Minter. I would go Minter. I'd go Rafael Montero. Um, I, I think there's, listen, there's a very good chance in my mind that Ryan Presley isn't the closer for uh, the, the Astros after June. They gave Montero, if I remember correctly, $10 million a year. It's a lot of money. And I think the writing has kind of been on the wall for Presley for a while now with his injury history and his inconsistency to be able to stay on the field with that knee. I like Montero and I like Minter over almost any other closer that you've mentioned that is still available. Yeah. So I went and I got Riley Green while you were talking. So I'm honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little torn between taking Pete Fairbanks and AJ Minter. It's AJ Minter for me. No questions asked. The Braves are going to be very, very good. And I think the Rays, re the Rays regress with the injuries. They're already starting to mount. AJ Minter it is. Took AJ Minter. So I do like that he's on a better team filling in for Rice Iglesias. So had to reach a little bit. So my two RPs are Andres Munoz and AJ Minter. There's two RP slots and three pitcher slots. So I like to have five solid relief pitchers, saves and hold guys so that I can just lock those guys in there. And then I have the four starting pitcher spots and I can just interchange those guys since it is a daily league. So I have three more relief spots left to fill. Um, so yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. What else do you have to fill currently? So technically I have my fourth outfielder spot yet left to fill, even though it's going to be Jordan Walker. Once he gets the eligibility, he's currently in my utility role. So I do need another utility and my next, pick is I need to go and fill a replacement second base for Altuve is going to be my next move. Well, and again, I, we've talked about this a little bit. I really like DJ LeMayhew. There are a couple of their names that you threw out there. Um, you know, I, I think there are guys that are going to fall to the very end of the draft that people just aren't going to think of because they're not sexy names and they're not going to have a need for them. There's also JD Martinez out there. So honestly, I probably should have went Riley Green and J.D. Martinez with my last pick. Completely forgot that was part of the equation. Kodai Senga is also out there. I like him. Um, I need to get a second base, though, because... You know, do I, though? Because there's been guys that have been falling in this draft. Like, technically, Nico Horner's still out there at 130. Um, yeah, Nico Horner's he's nice. actually playing second base for the... Cubs not now, playing isn't he? Short. Yeah, because Swanson's, yeah. So yeah. he's got to... Hmm. 
I mean, I don't foresee him lasting, but if somehow Nico Horner's still there. I, Listen, I think dude, I got to take him. I'm telling you, I love Horner. I love DJ LeMayhew. You know, you know how I feel about Anthony Rendon. I feel the same way about LeMayhew. And LeMayhew, at this point, like, he's got people behind him, finally, that are fighting him for that job. I think that might be something to think about, too, in regards to, like, if, say, Horner's gone. Um, and it... Did you say Luis Arias is also there, or is he gone at this point? No, he's still there. Um, so best available for second base. They, sh in theory, should all be there, um, but we'll see. Now, at 173, we have Brandon Lau, then Jonathan India, Josh Rojas, Jorge Polanco, Bryson Stott, Colton Wong, DJ LeMahieu. I think Luis Arias did go then. Did I miss that? Let me take a look Listen, here. I think it's a no-brainer. I think you draft Polanco and you have two injured second basemen and you just start nobody. You didn't I like that sarcasm, did you? No, no, I, I wait. So they didn't go Polanco and just don't start anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fine. I uh, got distracted. I'm trying to look and see. Did Arise get taken? He did. When did he get taken? I must have missed that. Yeah. No skin off my back. That's fine with me. Ian Happ just weren't. Uh, do got to mention that I'm drawing a blank right now. Well, let's do this. Let's take a Kodai quick break. Senga just went. Kodai we will, Senga just went. We will reassess after you draft. Yeah, yeah. All right. We are back. Richie is going to give us a roundup of what he was able to draft in today's 10-man categories league. So, Richie, break it down for us. You have a few picks left. you got to run. Baby is uh, in need of her daddy. So <laughs> a couple autos come in here. What did you do today? What are you excited about? What did you miss out on? Yeah, so I think the last time before the break, I told you guys how I got Lazardo and Munoz. Couldn't pass up on that RP1. I missed out on Reed Detmers. After that, I didn't want to miss out on any of my other starting pitchers. So I went Chris Sale and Jeffrey Springs back-to-back -back at 150-151. Then at 170-171, I went and got my second RP with A.J. Minter filling in for Rysel Iglesias. It is saves and holds, so he will still be valuable as soon as he gets back, Rysel Iglesias, that is. Then I went and filled out my fourth outfielder with Riley Green. Then at 190 and 191, since I missed out on Bryce Harper, I went and got J.D. Martinez to fill my utility spot. And then uh, I panicked, didn't really know what to take. So I went and got Patrick Sandoval chasing strikeouts at this point. Then uh, most recently at 210 and 211, I went and got another outfielder in Oscar Colas. Originally was going for Garrett Mitchell, but Russ, who is one of our listeners, went and got him real early. So I went and got Oscar Colas. And then I got my second base replacement at DJ LeMayhew. Um, Love and that. then I think most recently, right before I logged this, I went and got Miguel Vargas and Rafael Montero. Montero is the setup man for the Houston Astros. Love the win possibility there for them. You get plenty of holds. I believe he was the holds leader last year. So I love that. Miguel Vargas, I forgot, is going to be playing second base. So he might also be an option. DJ LeMahieu, he has first, second, and third eligibility. So I can play him as my utility guy. I do have three spots left. I do need two more relievers to fill that role that I like. So I'm going to go for Giovanni Gallegos first. 
setup man, possibly say uh, splitting saves duty with Ryan Helsley, then Adam out of Vino and um, Taylor Rogers, um, right? Or Trevor Rogers for the Giants and then Bruce Star Gratterall. Um, so I'm actually up next. I'm thinking about also taking Jerks and Profar, Matt, as like another backup outfielder. What are your thoughts on that? Um. I would say away from Profar, I would prefer to take any number of prospects over Profar. There is also a day-to-day listed on Profar right now, so there is some concerns there. Okay. So I am up. So there is Gallegos, Adovino, and Rogers. Also, Brewstar, Gratterall. What are your thoughts? Who should Rogers, I go for definitely Rogers. Definitely with the conversation that we had regarding Rogers and the amount of money they're paying him, I think that's the, the right call. I don't like it. I don't like it, Matt. It's not a sexy pick, but it could pay you. Alex Lang is out there too, but I don't like him on the. Um, all right, we'll, we'll trust your gut. We'll go Rogers. I love that. All right, Adovino or Gallegos. Adovino. Adovino. I'm trying to think who. I just want to make sure I don't have guys on the same team. I got Minter, Munoz, Montero, Adovino it is. Okay. I am going to be closing out the draft. I have one pick left. I've got a few guys in my queue. Um, Gallegos at the top. If I miss out on him, I really don't care at this point. Um, most likely going to be dropping some of these guys anyways. I might throw Oscar Gonzalez in my queue since he is the highest ranked out there. Um, Jerks and Profars out there. I might throw him in there as well if I miss out on Gallegos. Um, yeah, I don't think there's really too many other guys that I really care for. So give yourself a grade on this draft, Richie. What do you feel like? What do you feel like is a fair assessment for you? Um, I give myself a B, B plus. Okay. Um, I feel a little weak at first base. Do feel a little self remorse knowing that I could have ended up with. Freddie Freeman, Soto, and Arenado, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Still got Machado, so I'm locked up at third base there. Um, second base will be great with Altuve. Once he comes back, Perez ended up with a better catcher than I thought. I am a little worried with my outfield. I thought I would do better than I did. Corbin Carroll, I do love his upside. I am nervous about his floor. Jordan Walker, same thing. If both those guys break out, I am, this draft turns into an A, no questions asked. Same with Anthony Volpe. I've got a lot of question marks. I love what I do with my pitching staff. Shen Clanahan, Luis Castillo, Hugh Darvish, Lazardo, Springs, Sale, um, Sandoval. That is a pitching staff I love. All breakouts, all sleepers, all guys that have ace upside in my mind. Not all of them are going to break out, but I love it. Um, Relief pitching didn't go necessarily as I planned, but it turned out better than I thought with Munoz, um, Montero, Rogers, AJ, Minter, Adovino. Um, So I really only need, I think I actually have all five of my guys. So ended up with Miguel Vargas too. So um, I missed out on Bryce Harper, but JD Martinez is a a decent replacement for that utility spot. So yeah, I'd say B, B plus. What would you say? Yeah, I think you're right there, and I think you know with the upside, you just need, you realistically just need one of the three young prospects to hit. And then if it's Carroll, awesome. And if Carroll doesn't hit, I I still think you get the stolen bases. So in a way, he's auto hitting with that. 
Um, I think Volpe will be performing at a high level come June. And I think Walker's a toss-up. Um, you know, we've had a lot of buzz on Walker. He's the guy that's going to make or break you being absolutely dominant or not. The good thing is, is he's projected to fill into your outfield slot, not your third base slot. So you can also have a little bit of room of flexibility as like the Colton Cowers come up and other guys if you're just seeing a lot, you know, poor pr progression from Walker. So I think you did great. I think you have to play it out. Your pitching depth is definitely going to keep you in games. You know, Soto, Machado, they should do enough to at least help you kind of like sc uh, scratch and claw your way to victories in batting. Um, and then once L2 is back, you're off and running. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. All right, everyone, that wraps us for today. Uh, the next episode you will hear from us will be a recap of opening weekend. Baseball starts on Thursday. We are about 48 hours away. Very exciting. Glad you hung with us this offseason. I hope we were more than informative for you. But we will catch you after opening day.